Welcome to That's Awesome ID. My name is Leslie Early, and each week I will be speaking with a different guest and learning about one thing they think is awesome in the field of instructional design. Okay, today's guest is, drumroll, Veronica Selena Dominguez, a fellow instructional designer we met through Design by Humanity. We're on the same project team. Um, and that's been a really awesome experience. You're the, actually the agile coach on that team and you're doing a great job. So anyway, thank you for being here. Is there anything I missed that you want to add? No, no, that was perfect. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. (laughs) Okay. So today you wanted to talk about go design something.com. Yes, that's correct. So this is one of my favorite websites that I discovered. Um, One of the things that's unique about it is you can go at any given time to find a new project assignment, and it just allows you to expand your creative abilities. It has so many different things that you can be able to go on there and get assignments from, whether it's something you do professionally for your online um, portfolio or if it's something that you just want to test to see what your skills could be as an ID like skilled person. Um, so it's going to give you like an audience. It's going to give you a brief kind of like an overview of what what the, the stakeholders are asking for. Um, and then also gives you the deliverables. So it's going to give you action items that they want in return once you're done kind of producing what you've created. And then, of course, it's all real ideas. This isn't something somebody's making up from out of nowhere. There actually really are content and resources that exist. So at the bottom, it's going to give you inspiration in terms of where it came from and, and how they came about with that idea. Yep. So um, I'm just looking and and the thing I love about go design something dot, well, it's actually not dot com, it's dot co, but um, you just, the landing page is just a rotating um, list of different things. So you get on the landing page and there's already a hypothetical um, brief, instructional design brief of something that you need to create. And then you kind of, if you don't like that one, you can just swipe <laughs> and get to the next one. It's great. It's like, oh, I don't want to design an apartment move-in checklist, <laughs> but the next one might be like, do a how-to on how to make a watermelon smoothie. And you're like, that sounds a lot more fun. So I'm going to do that one. Exactly. I have literally (laughs) sat there and hit refresh like a billion times just to see like what was the limit of the design ideas out there? Like, was it the same six that they just rotated? But no, there really is a lot of content to that website where you'll be there a while before you get, I don't think I've ever gotten the same one, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've done it too. Um, And Actually, I think you told me about this a while ago. <laughs> I nerd out on Where it. Did you first hear, I was going to say, when did you first hear about it? I heard about it in May. Um, I had attended like a, uh, like a webinar. Um, it was an instructional design feature that Kara North had actually did during Memorial Day weekend. And she actually just showed what it's like to create something from A to Z, just to show you like the span of what that field would look like. Because I think a lot of people get you know, they, they have this um, magical aura about instructional design because they see the end product of it. They don't really see behind the scenes and what goes into it and how long it actually takes to put stuff into the creation course of it or course creation of it. But yeah, it's, it's interesting to see how many different things you can get from that website because it isn't going to focus on one field of, of instructional design. Um. So let's, let's imagine, let's walk listeners through. So like what, how would you use this? Like if you were, you know, trying to build a portfolio right now. 
let's say that you have maybe just an interest in instructional design. You can start off with a training aid. That would be very basic. Um, so if I go to this website, like right now, I'm going to pull it up and it says my audience is going to be for new drivers for ages 16 and up. And this is where I'm going to develop a training aid for checking your oil. So everybody has to know how oh. to check your oil in the car. You're 16, mm-hmm. your new driver. How do you show them how to do some of the basic um, check-ins for your car maintenance? The brief on here is basically going to say that it's coming from a new insurance startup where they're trying to market towards new drivers. And mm. as part of their efforts, they want to educate car maintenance. So as part of their marketing plan, if they can show how to how to maintenance your car, most people may want to sign up with that insurance provider because people don't usually do that insurance. Um, so then your deliverable right. is going to be create a portable aid the checking for checking the oil. How do, you, how do you have something that you can carry in your car where people are going to be able to check the oil level? So if, if I'm new and I'm you know brand new to the field and I think this is interesting, I want to check it out, I can start out with the training aid, try to create that job aid to create towards the audience. Um, and then in the inspiration field, it does give two different references. So you can even Google search. You can say, how do I do this? You can try to find YouTube videos that'll show you how to do it. And then just try mm-hmm. to translate that into a job aid. I love that. Cause that's not necessarily, these projects aren't necessarily focused on e-learning. Um, you know, because if this is something that's, that a, an insurance company would be giving to new drivers, I'm thinking more of like a brochure or like a little, something handheld physical in the real world is it's a very different uh design process than if you were you know trying to develop like an e-learning about this um and I also love that it's like instructional design as content marketing um because I really think that that is that is a big part of instructional design or it could be one very big niche of like designing learning materials as a way to market a company's services is we see that a lot, but it's not talked about in a lot of instructional design circles that much that I hear. But Agreed. And, and that's where that real world life experience comes in, because I think part of what's interesting about the ID field is that it's changed a lot in the past five years. Because I, I checked in, you know, five years ago and it was nowhere near where it is. Um, to be referred to as an instructional designer, it was more creating um, course materials. You know, I, I worked for a bank and, and that's what we did. We created a lot of workbooks, a lot of training packets for new hires, um, trying to do like uh, things to show call center reps how to use the materials during phone calls. Um, so a lot of it was hard materials that were producing for them, job aids, all the on-the-job training. And it kind of fell more into talent and development, that scope mm-hmm. of, of sequence instead of the e-learning. Um, and e-learning mm-hmm. development is kind of what I want to get into now, learning how to create course um, courses to where you're using different programs, people are signing in to be able to do that, uh, especially now with the pandemic and everything, you can't really have a lot mm-hmm. of in-person um, interactions. So it's kind of interesting how this field is is literally li- limitless. You don't have a glass ceiling within it. It just depends on what side of it you want to jump into and at what what level. Yeah, there's so many different... I mean, I've heard different people talk about specializing, you know, like some people are going to be good at articulate storyline and like really developing those kinds of things from scratch. 
I don't know if I'm that person, <laughs> but um, I, I like doing audio and video production, you know, so I'm hoping that I can kind of fit into a niche there somewhere, um, you know, but yeah, I just, it, there's so many different possibilities within the field. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. And there's different types of instructional designers. So if you work, you know, kinder through 12, that's completely different than somebody that did the university level um, or somebody that did the corporate ID. They're all three different types of instructional designers, but they're still under the same umbrella. Um, and then there's the contract positions where those are just going to be dependent on, on what you're being hired to do. Because ultimately, you can design things, but the audience that you're designing it for is what matters more and also who you're mm -hmm. designing it for, like the people that are paying you to do that. <laughs> That's one thing that I kind of mm -hmm. learned the hard way starting out is that I was like, well, I want it to look this way, but they're like, That's not what we want. Our marketing and branding guides show this way. So you have to go with what the company's wanting. Be flexible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's also, um, that brings us back to go design something though, because if you are trying to break into uh, freelance work and, you know, you're kind of um, exercising that muscle of, of, of working to a brief and that brief is going to be very different from client to client, right? Like, I mean, you can bring your own style to it and your own level of, you know, expertise to it and try and make it consistent that way. But, you know, doing something for an insurance company and doing something for like a smoothie bar are going to be have two very different um, look and feel and, and all of that. So it's it's interesting. That website's very interesting to kind of exercise that creative thinking side. Agreed. So. Because when I had done that, um, that webinar series during Memorial Day weekend with Karen North, um, they had to create a, like a small video that showed customers how to read their um, their electrical bill. So, you know, it's a summer. How do you explain where all the high usage comes from, why it might be uh, being billed for higher amounts? Um, so when the energy company switched over to a new provider, like a new online system, the way that the bills looked were different. So they needed something mm -hmm. to put on the website to show customers how their bill is going to be broken down and how it, it should be read. And that was kind of where... Um, we um, actually like had different things featured on there to where we could see how it all comes together. And in Karen North, what she did is she brought in Alex Salas. Um, Mr. Salas is someone that um, he's very like well-developed, but he came in and kind of added his take on it. And it's all on the spot too as well. Um, and then we also had some voiceover uh, people can come and record and show what it looks like to make this little, it's like maybe like a three minute video on how to read your bill. But it can be something that is as big as you want to make it. How you mentioned you mm -hmm. want to go into audio and visual, you can be that person that comes to the project and does that part of it um, and not be just like the main person um, designing it all. Or you can be the one who mm -hmm. does design it all and then you have that skill set to where you could bring it to the table. Yeah. It's funny you bring up Alexander Salas. I, I, the first episode is all about uh, Alexander oh, Salas really? and e-learning launch with Erica Zimmer. Yeah. So, yep, there's definitely a few people in instructional design who are like, you know, the thought leaders and that, yeah. you know, you can learn a lot from. So he's one of them. Kara North is definitely one of them. Um, but yeah. yeah, so, I mean, it's an awesome tool. I think people should go check it out, see for themselves. I mean, it's kind of hard to understand from just listening, but once they get to the website, 
they'll they'll get it why it's so cool and why it's so versatile so of course of course there's another one uh nyla spooner she has this idea series of um uh are you new here basically and and so that series is really good because she does talk about how there is a difference in instructional design um she she's really good at at showing you the features of it and where it all comes from um, so that was one that I had checked out early on too. And also she has a really cool mission. Her personal mission is she's trying to mentor a hundred, I believe she said a hundred BIPOC women in the next five years. So she's trying to really mentor and get women of color into the field of instructional design, which is a very cool mission. So, um, everyone should go check out Nyla Spooner's podcast. Yes. And it's, I'm new here. Yeah, yeah. I'm new here. Yes. And it's a good project. I know some people that are in it and they're talking like the world about it and how they're getting to see a lot of the development. So I'm so glad that something exists out there because it's, mm-hmm. it's hard when there isn't a platform that showcases some of those. And, and yeah, it's hard to show people this is what field you want to be in unless you jump into it. <laughs> and I think, and yeah, <laughs> and figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes if you go through the college, um, courses, you find out halfway through, is it for me or is it not? And then you kind of are like, well, if it's not, you just did all that work. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Darn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, still got to pay those bills. <laughs> still got to pay. But yep. I mean, the website's a good way to let you be able to see, um, like the Go Design Something website, um, it lets you go see what's out there and if you would be interested in, in it in it, and see what you could build out of it. I love that. So that's that's pretty awesome. So thank you, Veronica, for bringing that to uh, That's Awesome ID. Thank you for your time. Thank you too as well. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm.